Hello and good evening. Welcome to a, <clears throat> another fine episode of Melanated Homeschoolers. I'm your host, Eric Williams. And uh, let's get right to it, shall we? So as you know, here on Melanated Homeschoolers, we discuss things that have gone on in the week for my homeschooling, offer my ideas and thoughts. We don't promote any particular curriculums. We're not here to be bought and sold, so... What you choose for your curriculum is fine by me. If you like it, I love it. There's also many other ways to find what works for you. And it also will can be trial and error. So I really don't think it's uh, anyone's particular right or responsibility to tell you what curriculum that you should or should not use for your kids. Because they're your kids and you know what works for them. So on that agenda, that kind of ties in also to this whole anti-woke agenda in Florida where we're reteaching history by not teaching history. So it seems that DeSantis and the people of Florida think that if we can't lie to our children and we don't have the right to lie to them, let's just not tell them about history. It's lies or nothing. And what brought that to my forefront of my mind and my thoughts was my son this week was reading about Dr. Martin Luther King which besides the fact that they were teaching it in March and not February already was a pretty good sign to me but of course they were teaching the I have a dream speech and he was learning about that which is fine and good because that's a part of history that's an aspect and a mind frame that he held at one point however they never teach you about the letters from Birmingham jail. They never teach about how he felt he was sending his people to a burning building and how that in his final days of his life, he was actually trying to work on a strike to help unionize, I believe it was the trash companies. He was telling people to give us our money. He was asking for reparations for black people. And that, more than anything, to me and to most people who actually studied and think about it, especially from a black perspective, is the reason why he was truly killed because he was talking money and economics and trying to uplift black people for economic sources because waiting on the goodwill of a racist society or racist group in charge at that time, as is pretty much still today in 2023, was just not going to cut it. They would just... <laughs> do more racist acts and be like, okay, well, there's nothing tangible for you. You can use the fountain. And that's not going to help you because we're just going to redline your cities anyway. And we're going to, quote, unquote, gentrify your neighborhoods. So what, what that showed me, and again brought back to my mind, is how people and society as a whole, especially when they fear that their bad deeds will be told. They try to hide things and smooth things over and give you partial parts of the story. So one of the good things about homeschooling is that we have the opportunity and the right to change that way of thinking and that way of learning and educating our children. Because you don't want your children to, one, be surface-level thinkers. You want them to learn to think deeper ask how and why, and instead of asking why, ask why not. 
So if something doesn't seem right, find out what really happened in the middle of the things. So one thing that I'm reading more and more about is how people are banning books for children and also how they're trying to lump two things together as an attempt to eliminate the opposite. They're trying to lump black quote quote wokeness wokeness with LGBT agenda as a means to eliminate the black and woke blackness because by tying it to uh, anti-gay agenda, more people in this country are anti-gay and transgender than they are anti-black. So if they connect them together by default, they can not only eliminate the quote-unquote gay agenda, they can just swoop right under and eliminate You can eliminate the black ideology that's going on also. When black people are asking for reparations, they're looking at the failing school systems, they're taking kids out of the school systems, and they're, they're no longer letting people just run roughshod in the neighborhoods by gentrifying them. They're becoming participants in the gentrification. They're becoming aware of the redlining policies and fighting against it, and things that are stopping their free fall to just have to say how they want. People are becoming more active. And that's what the real fight is, that they don't want us to become more active and aware. So to ban a book about Harriet Tubman and Jackie Robinson because the idea that teaching about Jackie Robinson will make people hate white people is just a false flag. It's just a cow jumping over the moon. It's just a way to get people scared because we know fear runs everything. If you can fear someone and make them fearful of them losing their plot or having to be responsible for anything, then people will be apt to fight for it and keep things quiet and on the hush. And to ban books, which is one of the most crucial things that society can have, not only historically, but intellectually, is really only damaging their country any further than they want it to be. Because long when they're gone, when people look back at their civilization and these books aren't here, they're going to sit here and wonder, well, the black people got to America how, who, where, what, and what happened? And it's just a ridiculous notion that you can just halfway teach history in an entire state because a small segment of people feel that way. But this is what power comes in. They're the ones in power, they're the ones in charge who are making the rules. For better or worse, they have the right and the say to do it. And the problem with that is because it's one state, Florida. So people are overlooking it, but what they're not understanding is once you set a precedent in one part of the country, it eventually shifts to the rest of the country. And as soon as Florida gets the site to say so, to totally eliminate books about African-American studies and African-American histories, it'll move on to the next state over. So again, this is why it's important to take your kids out of these school systems. And if you can't take them out of the school systems, 
and homeschool your kids, then you have to be proactive after school hours. You have to get involved and teach your children on your own. And that, that is a part of homeschooling. It's not one that's often spoken of or often really mentioned because homeschooling is so in and of itself so segmented and idealized. But you can also homeschool your child after hours. If he gets home from school, give him an extra hour of assignments or a discussion time. Kids are probably tired from after school talk from doing work, but they will talk to you. Ask them how they ask them what they learned. Fill in the gaps. So when your kid does come home and say, "It's African American History Month and we really didn't learn anything about it," ask them what do we like to learn. Tell them about it. Pull it up on YouTube. Pull it up in a, in a book by one of your authors that you like. So I literally had to sit there and tell my son in a, a less crass way than I would tell other people, adults that he was killed because he was asking for money and asking for repair of the damage done to black people. And that's why he was assassinated, not because he was trying to teach love and unity, because in all honesty, in my opinion, you can't teach love and unity. Either you're a loving and caring person about diverse people, or you're not. So him marching and getting sprayed by hoses was not making any of those racist people that were spraying them less racist, less hateful, or less fearful of losing their job. They would either come to that recognition on their own or not at all. So keep that in mind when you're teaching your children that make sure you give them all angles, the good and the bad, even things you don't agree with. You still you still should teach them the whole truth and the whole story about things. Because it wasn't even until recently that I learned that Gandhi didn't even like black people. He, he, he talked badly about Africans. And everyone tells you, again, I have the story that Gandhi loved everyone and Gandhi was peaceful. And then you read and you grow up and you're like, whoa, that's not quite the case. And I'm a 40-year-old man and I'm just learning this within the last few years. So get your kids now when they're young and pay attention to what they're being taught and most importantly what they're not being taught. So everyone wants to be anti-woke and I say wake them up. That's, that's where we're going with that. Wake them up. All right, something else that's been on my mind, folks, is with summer coming up, what do you like to do for your kids? Do you have traditions that you follow? Do you always go on a family road trip or take them out of town to see their grandparents? Or do you always pick a new spot to go to every year or in your RV? What are some of the things that you do? I know for us, we don't have a tradition set, but we do try to get them into more activities during the summer. for a lot we're looking for stem projects to do over the summer because a lot of the academic sides even for homeschools they still are non-traditional quote unquote but still follow traditional calendars so the assignments will stop at least on the, the curriculum we follow the assignments stop for the summer they always have the additional things to work on year round that's on the additional side like healthy living and some STEM experiments per se, and um, it'll be 
history is extra on there, but that's year long. It's not assignments that they're obligated to do during the year. So I have access to that. But we still like to find them things to do for the summer when kids got all the extra energy, need to burn it out and things like that. So wonder what's some of the things that you guys like to do. We don't, like I said, we don't have a, a travel tradition calendar-wise, but we do travel every year. <laughs> so this year, last year, we did about three trips. This year we haven't done one. We're going to scale that back because we just have other things we're working on for starting in 24. So we're uh, tightening the budget for that, but we're probably going to do one trip. We're not sure where yet. A uh, good possibility is the family reunion that we're, we're probably going to do once I get more info on that. And a potential fishing trip for the boys, but just because of our distance from our family, it'll probably end up, we'll probably just do the family reunion, just do the one trip family-wise to, to, cause the, that fishing trip is so short. The back, the back uh, up and down a bit just will probably be feasible just cause we're so far out to travel that far back. But again, what are some of the things that you guys like to do? Let me know some of your ideas in the, in the section here to, for rebuttal and feedback. Also, I've written a book that's available on Amazon for homeschooled kids. Um, it's specifically designed to be a representation for black dads because we're often stereotyped and typecast as not being involved in our kids. So in, this, in my book, Dad Spends the Day Homeschooling His Kids, they go on an outing and they come back and do another assignment and the, the kids spend the day with their dad. So check it out. It's available on Amazon. I'm sure you like it. It's called We Missed the Bus, A Homeschool Adventure by Eric Williams. So if you go on the link and you, and you just initially see the ebook, there's also a paperback copy also. Just click on the paperback tab. You get a, a paperback hard copy of that. So check it out. I hope you like it. If you're interested in getting books donated for your school, things like that, I'm also available to do that. You can email Rick Wrights. LLC at Outlook.com and contact me that way. We would love to give you a few copies of that book for your schools or for your uh, homeschool program if you need multiple copies that you don't want to, uh, that you can't purchase at one time. So just trying to get the word out, trying to get the book out to have a larger, larger audience to support homeschool kids. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for your time. Again, let the kids lead the way. They are the guide. It's their journey. So peace, love, and light. Have a good night.